Hi, and welcome to episode five of the Property Mom podcast. I'm Dalapo, wife and mom to two young kids who are four and two, and I'm your host. So I do believe property is a main, if not the main way for the everyday person to build wealth and attain fire, which means financial independence and retiring early. Over the past decade, I've built a portfolio of owned and managed property, rent to rent, refurbs, developments, all the while still juggling a family, having babies and managing their major tantrums. So it's definitely been an interesting journey for sure. And incidentally, next month marks my 10th year anniversary for quitting my job. And it's one anniversary I cherish because it's given me time to truly do the things I love and spend time with the people I love. So if you're listening for the first time, it's great to have you on. And my hope is that you learn something new today. Here, you'll find discussions, ideas, strategies for UK property investing, and I'll be inviting guests as well to share their own experience and inspire us to take action in building our own wealth in property, just as they have, whether as a side business or if you want to eventually quit your job. So let's get straight into it. Today, I'll be going over the five must-haves for an investment property to be considered a good deal. Anything less and the property is not maximizing its value. So when I'm buying investment properties or checking out deals, I'm constantly evaluating these top five criteria so I know it's a great deal. If you're getting your first deal or if you're thinking of expanding your portfolio, you'll definitely get great value from listening to this. So I thought long and hard And finally, inspiration came. You see, I'd been on a course that explained the principle of making your message sticky. And I was like, what? And it's basically a tactic to help people remember the points you're making. So I could just be here reeling out step by step, do this, do that, step one, step two, step three, and you probably forget. But if I tell you I've come up with a great system that works for me when looking for the right investment property in which each of the letters of the word great speaks to each of my steps, then guess what? You're more likely to remember, or at least you'll say it was great. A good example is the well-known SMART methodology for setting goals, but I digress. So back to my great methodology for selecting the right property. Great stands for G, generating cash. R, rental demand is strong. E, equity built in on day one. A, ability to add value, and T, it takes care of itself. So let's unpack each one. So the G stands for generates cash to provide positive cash flow, means the property's rent exceeds the mortgage. You would think that's not rocket science, but I've met lots of people who say they're topping up their mortgages as the rent doesn't cover the payment. And whilst I understand it as a strategy, especially if you're buying in a highly desirable area, it's not scalable at all and in fact can lead to issues if there's a change in your personal financial circumstances. And I feel it's slightly unnecessary as there's so many other deals that would be good and also still bring in that positive cash flow from a property. So for me, it's always good practice to discuss my investment plans with a professional advisor to make sure that my circumstances are catered for. But when I'm selecting deals, I'm always ensuring that the rent exceeds, at least by a good margin, the mortgage, so I know that the property takes care of itself, which is one of the steps, by the way. Now we go to R, which stands for rental demand, and that comes down to the location. 
location, location, location. And with each of the different property strategies, it's important to know that the rental demand in that area works for that strategy. For example, if you're securing a HMO or a service accommodation in a location that doesn't have easy access to transportation, or buying a property in an area where there's only one major player, say a university town, with the, only the one university, then you're definitely exposed to rental fluctuations and voids. It could, however, work as a single buy to let, but then the margins would be lower. So it's important to work out the property location and ensure that there is rental demand for your chosen strategy. Now, E refers to equity built in from day one. In simple terms, it means making money or locking in the profit when I buy. In most cases, I'm already securing a discount to the value of the property. Depending on the market, you might struggle to find deals. So I'm based in London, so it's, it's, it definitely is tougher, but those deals do exist. So for my last project, for example, I located a lovely flat in zone two priced at 320 guide in the auction, which means nothing as I've seen desirable properties go for 150K over the guide price when you're actually at the auction. And, but that's how the auctioners um, do their deals. They know that they'll get a lot of interest and on the auction day, they'll be, they'll be able to bid up the prices. Anyways, I decided to go for the auction. It ticked all my boxes, all the criteria I'm, I'm discussing with you. And then, remember I'd said it was guided about 320. This property was easily worth about 550 by the time it was done. But it was stalling at the auction around 340, 350. I was like, what? There is no way I'm allowing this property to get past me. So I put up my hand. I was kind of ready, but I wasn't really ready because I hadn't necessarily planned to buy. But for me, getting that property, anything sub 400 was like a steal for me. So, of course, it bid, it got up, but eventually it got up to 400 and that's where it ended and that's where I got the property for. It was a great deal and I definitely locked in value from day one. Now, moving on to A, the ability to add value by modifying the property. The previous step, as I discussed, may be difficult to achieve, but for somebody looking to employ the BRRR method, which basically means buy, refurbish, remortgage, rent, refinance, and repeat, it's important to approach each deal with the view to work out the creative ways to come up to add the value. So you want to come up to the property, see it, transform it, and be able to add the value. If it's reorganizing the layout or adding an extension or a loft to make sure you can refinance and extract the initial capital to roll onto the next project. And, the, and it's definitely the best way I've found to expand my portfolio. And finally, T takes care of itself. So the property takes care of itself. Let me preface that your strategy depends on what effort you, you'll need to put in. So for long-term investing, a lot of um, investors prefer that the, it's passive income, you know, so it's a property you buy, refurbish, put in a family in there, and you don't need to really stress out because it's just making money while you sleep. So the best deals out there really take care of themselves without requiring too much input from you. However, it doesn't mean that if you're pushing through a strategy that's purely cash, like a HMO or an SA to maximize your rental income, it doesn't mean it can't be passive. Because as you scale up, you can create systems and processes that remove you from the day-to-day -day running of the business. 
and this still provides that passive income. On some days, you might have to get involved, but for the most part, you have all the processes set up, so you don't have to. So hopefully, I've been able to take you through the GREAT great method and the way I evaluate my deals uh, to generate great returns, achieve great profit, and build up a great portfolio. (laughs) So you see, you'll never forget. And on the next episode, I'll be inviting my first ever guest, drumroll. She's an amazing friend and property mom as well, with two boisterous young boys. And I'm really excited to go into a story of how she built her management company, earning and turning over over a million in service accommodation revenue and doesn't even own one of the one single property. No rent to rent, no buying, no drama, just management. Plus how she's managing to develop her acquisitions and sourcing business that's expanding very quickly. So until the next episode, I wish you all the best as you embark or scale up in building your own successful property business. But before I leave, I want you to definitely sign up to the emails and sign up to receive notification when the next podcast is going to be on. And please let me have your questions. I'd love to be able to respond to questions as we get, especially as we get into the guest interviews we're going to be having. It'd be nice to have a few questions in. So do send in anything, any questions you have about property investing or being a mom or being a dad or just life. All right. All right.